of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Morning Hookup. On ESPN Lincoln. Welcome back into the morning hookup. Will Wilson with you. Again, Bill Hooks, he had to take the last few days off as he is back home, seeing some family. He said he hasn't seen them in a while, so it's good uh, good for him to get back home. Theo Malone is in with me today. Hour 2 starts right now. Theo, what's your favorite Christmas music? Uh, Christmas movie, excuse me. I can't wait to hear this. It's probably going to be some 1960 movie that I've never even seen. No, no, no. It's not that far back. It by far is Christmas Vacation, um, which uh, I'm not allowed to watch if if other people in the house are watching it. Because you'll just say every line. Because, yeah, we re- yeah. I, I recite the movie uh, like it's Rocky Horror Picture time, where I rec- recite the entire movie. It irritates people, and I am kicked out of the room. Fair enough. It's a great movie. Oh, it is, by far. And I get you some more eggnog. Maybe drive you out in the middle and leave you for dead. No, Clark, I'm doing just fine. Oh, I like it when they, when she, the grandma wraps the cat into the present. <laughs> well, she's old. You know, her, her, they don't have a lot of money, so sometimes she finds gifts around the house and wraps them up. Great, can't wait to see what I got. Funny to see, you know, some movies do, you could say, are Christmas movies. You know, everybody I, always has the argument about Die Hard. I know. They do. And it's I, I I get it because there's a lot of people that say it is. But to me, is 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 filming is is necessarily a movie that takes place around the Christmas time make it a Christmas movie? I think so. They feature like Christmas features and yeah, yeah, I think I mean, because there's not really. I mean, I, they're they're kind of like at the, like the work Christmas party, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, wasn't Gremlins filmed around the Christmas time too? Then it's a Christmas movie. I see, and I don't, I don't look at think of Gremlins as a Christmas movie. Um, you know, for me, say what you want, Home Alone still holds up. Bad Santa is obviously. One of my favorite Christmas movies. Billy Bob Thornton just is so funny in that one. You watched that new one. Yeah, uh, uh, J-Dub from uh, next door over there at uh, Camera X came in and recommended Violent Night. I thought, okay, okay. So went home, watched that with the family, even though he warned, hey, you know, it's not a kid's movie, but thankfully the kids at home are, are old enough and... Uh, you know that was surprisingly a pretty a pretty good movie. 
uh, with huh. I can't think of the actor's name, but it's it's Hopper off of Stranger Things. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The play, he's the sheriff on Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopper. Well, he plays Santa in that movie. Oh, okay. And he's a badass. He kind of he, he kicks he kicks some butt. Cool. So I, I don't know if I'll get to that one, but um, I, I I'd recommend it. Okay. You know, if you've got some time, uh, I think it's it's on demand on Spectrum. I don't know if you've got Spectrum or not. But I do. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. It, yeah, it'll be out. It was it was definitely worth it. Okay. Um, well, welcome in. Let us know your favorite Christmas movies. Uh, final hour until we. The Take final hour of 2022. Again, we will. Not, well, not quite that far. Not quite. You guys are. You guys aren't. Won't you be off next year? Next oh, week? I, th- I thought you meant just in general, like 2022, the year. No, because like we still have a week left for that. But you're talking about the radio show. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was right. We will not be on the air next week. We have the week off. We have bowl games all day long. So that's why we will not be. Uh, you're not going to just air. like play the best of few segments all week. Uh, well, I all I, all two of them. I actually could do that right now. Yes, I know there's no I in team, but there's a couple <laughs> letters in that word that spell me. I'm not sure why I even live here anymore. All I do is complain about the weather 10 months out of the year. Yeah, so we uh, already have a little bit of that if we already, wanted to. Yeah. Good. You already have a, a compilation of the, the best of views, huh? I do. Um, moving on, I wanted to get to this article. Dennis Dodd on CBSSports.com, he wrote an article. He graded each coaching hire, okay, uh, in the college football cycle this year. Did He did grade Matt Rule. Okay, we'll get to that. I want to go to some of these other coaches first. Okay. Okay. Let's start with Jeff Brom. Moving over to Louisville. Moving over to Louisville. He He played there. What do you think? Let's start with you. Grade that hire. Uh, I would I would put it as an a, a B plus A minus. Okay. I think what Jeff Brom did, especially at a place like Purdue, um, who really they hadn't seen a lot of success. That still was there with like maybe Drew Brees and made that uh, magical run to the Rose Bowl, you know, years ago. Or, um, that's that's a tough place, just because of, of just you know you're always kind of the little dog on the porch. Uh, you don't really think of them as a football school, more more basketball. So yeah, uh, and then he gets to go back home. You know, and, and for a while I thought maybe that was kind of a lateral movement uh, because you're leaving the money of the Big Ten and you're going to an ACC school. But then to find out, well, okay, that's where he's from. Um, you know, he's going to be happy. You know, we 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 had our chance to do that with Scott Frost. Hopefully that works out for Jeff Brom. Uh, I can see him coming in. Uh, with that same mentality, you know, playing some hard nosed, you know, football, getting some skilled p- players, you know, on that outside, and realistically, the mountain to climb to win in that conference isn't quite as steep as it is in the Big Ten. I could see him Good having point. some success there. Good point. Yeah. By the way, fun fact about Brom: Did you know he was drafted by the Expos after uh, his time at Louisville? Really? Yeah. For baseball, huh? But then he went. He obviously went football instead. I, I agree with everything you just said. Purdue. Not a football school. Like you don't think about them winning football games, and he did. I think he had three winning seasons at uh, Purdue, which you know could have been better, but still he won at Purdue. Had two bowl wins, and again, let's not forget he made it to the Big Ten championship today or this year. So mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive, and I agree. I think I'd give it about an uh, like a B plus. And Dennis Dodd gave it an A. Okay. Okay. So moving on, Deion Sanders. 
grade this higher? I'm going to put it as a, a, a B minus. And here's why. I, you know, I, I talked with someone about this yesterday that I understand the appeal of, of for some recruits of coming and playing for Dion, and he's going to probably attract some some talent there. Um, but at the end of the day, the that area has never really given a crap about about Colorado football. I mean, they went through their time. McCartney he fought and fought and fought for years to get some of that spotlight away from the Denver Broncos. And they did good, and it just even when they were went and they won their national championships, it just well, it seemed like they just didn't have everyone on board. You have, I mean, most of your diehard fans are a bunch of drunk students that show up there that really could care less what happens. They they just care about yelling and throwing stuff. Um, you know, at the end of the day, are they going to have the NIL money to back up buying everybody a a a Prada purse or a Lamborghini and all that stuff that he's promising. And if you do go collect, you collect that talent too. What is the guarantee that you're going to develop that and get it to mesh on the field? Uh, I, I'm not trying to crush this just simply because it's Colorado, but I will a little bit. Um, I could see his downfall being very similar to what Scott's was that the, he, he is, he set this expectations really high and he's just bitten off a little bit more than he could chew before I think he was ready. Now, we've all we, we've talked about this before. The fact of being an excellent athlete on that field or on the court, does that always transfer into being a good coach? I mean, yeah, great. You had a great season down there at Jackson State, but you know what? Scott Frost had a great season down there at UCF. Then you get thrust into a Power 5 school when you're maybe not 100% ready and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed and you're swimming and it spirals from there. Um, I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to hope for success for Dion at Colorado because it's Colorado. Jeff Brom at Louisville, Louisville, great. You know, it's not a concern of mine. Great guy, does things the right way. But, he, but still, I'm one of those guys where you say the word Colorado Buffaloes and I start twitching. When you say that area, you obviously mean Colorado because people in Boulder care about They do, but I mean... Boulder, let's say it's it's like a suburb of Denver out there to the northwest, I, th- I believe. No, or in that area, isn't I wouldn't, it? I wouldn't call it a suburb. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not. You got to drive outside of Denver to get to it. Okay, uh, you're right, but it's it's kind of like Lawrence isn't that far from Kansas City type of thing. That's fair. Yeah. Um, what so I'd be interested to see what I I, I would say a B minus B minus because you got to remember that's a domino that fell in place after we made our hire. I think, okay, so I'll give it a B-plus because, I mean, he did win at Jackson State. He had a couple conference titles, and they haven't had one since 2007. So, you know, before that it was 96. So really in the modern times, Jackson State hasn't been, you know, great. Uh, But he he went there, Dion did. He was able to recruit, which was pretty impressive. He was able to get some really high-star recruits to Jackson State. I mean, that, that just doesn't, that doesn't happen. So I think the man can recruit. I think he'll be able to get kids uh, to Colorado. I do, because it's Deion Sanders. In, in the world of, of recruiting these days, these kids, I mean, Deion Sanders is all over social media. He's all over the news and for, good, for good things. Um, and, and kids see that. And kids love social media. They want to be with celebrities and man, I, I'm so, I'm serious. When I think of kids these days, I think a lot of them would 
be thrilled to be coached by Deion Sanders. I mean, they've seen the 30 for 30s. You know, they see him on Barstool. I, I just think he'll be able to get kids uh, to Boulder. Now, it's just a matter of if he can coach them and, and all that because, you know, Jackson State's not Power 5, right? So, I mean, the, that's the only reason I'd give it a B plus is because I don't. He hasn't proven that he could win uh, on the big stage yet. Right. So, yeah, I'll give it a B plus. And Jeff and uh, Dennis Dodd gave it an A. He said, if you accept that CU sold its soul a bit in convincing Coach Prime to embrace two things he doesn't necessarily like: the West and the cold. This is nothing but a monster hire. Sanders is already stripping the roster, hoping to get competitive right away. The entire university has already lowered its transfer restrictions to help get more football players into school. There's no doubt Prime can coach, and he's already got a starting quarterback, you know, his son, uh, and the number one player in 2022, Travis Hunter. Both of whom transferred in from Jackson State. Get ready, Dion is bringing Street to Pearl Street. Um... Okay, all right. You're bringing some talent in, but again, let's 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 see how that translates on game day. Um, because remember Callahan, Callahan with the, that first recruiting class he brought in, it was with, really good, right? Yeah, it was like ninth, ninth in the nation. It was right. even higher than that. I might it might have been fourth or fifth. Okay, because you had you had five star, you had Marlon Lucky, um, you had Leon Jackson, Philip Dillard, Harrison Beck, Dominican Sue. You had a lot of a uh, lot of star power on that first recruiting class yeah. of Callahan. Our lucky four, uh, five star, five star, yeah. five star out of, uh, out of out of Hollywood, California. That's right. Um, Luke Fickle. I think it's clear that Luke Fickle is a pretty pretty good hire for Wisconsin. Uh, I'd give it an A. Dennis Dodd gave it an A plus. An A plus, um, really? Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and that's tough. I would have said A because I think Luke was. Uh, I think some of the schools out west were looking at him as well. Um, you know, I, I had heard that maybe he had he had shown some interest in the Nebraska job as well. Uh, the whole thing at Wisconsin, we talked about that this week too, was just it was a head scratcher because the fact that you know as much as we like to sit here and despise Wisconsin, um, they they seem to have their their way of going about things set. With Barry, you know, being a former Husker as the AD, uh, Paul Chris being there, you you knew what they were going to run. Uh, they were going to be tough on defense, have some linemen, and have one of those running backs that just would run over you. And then three games into the season, he was gone, and you never really heard anything about it. Okay, it's a little odd. Well, here's Jim Leonard, your DC that everyone thought so highly of. Uh, okay, well, it just makes sense that he's being groomed and he's going to take over. And then it wasn't him too, and it was just okay. What are you guys doing? And I'm not. I I don't know enough to 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 make the decision of Jim Leonard over Luke Fickle, but I think you know when when Luke well, Luke was kind of thrust into the head coaching thing when you had the whole Trestle thing go down at Ohio State, and we remember Luke was the interim coach when we made that horrendous comeback against Ohio State here at Memorial Stadium when Bo was coaching. Yep. And then, you know, we're, we kind of didn't really know who Luke Fickle was. Went out to Cincinnati, cut his own teeth, had some success, uh, was able to put uh, put a team in the college playoff, the first group of five team ever to make the college football playoff. So he's got some credentials there. Um, I would definitely give it an A. I'm just, I'm a little concerned as to what what's going on there at Wisconsin. Is it is it something a little bit more deeper than the surface 
And is it is it going to be something that that Luke's going to be able to overcome, get ironed out, and uh, get his style of of football going in in that direction? Yeah, you know, I, I remember reading some things when when Chris got fired. I, I think part of it was they he didn't quite do the modern football game, and I think they were ready to start doing that transition to that. Uh, and then also, I read that it was recruiting, like their 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 recruiting practices were just. I mean, bad. Uh, there was like top recruits coming to visit, and no coaches were there. It was that's what I read on online. Well, I think that was according. Uh, I can't remember who wrote that, but I I think that was Outkick actually who, that wrote that. And you know, you talked about with the last school that Colorado had lowered their requirements for for maybe some transfers. Keep in mind too that it's as an incoming freshman. The, the requirements to get into the University of Wisconsin are a lot higher than they are, even, let's say, here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Um, so if you, have, if you have a kid who's really good at sports and not a, not a bad student, you know, decent student, but he maybe just got one or two points less on his ACT that, that all of a sudden Wisconsin's not an option there just simply because of their admission standards, uh, that can play a part too. Um, you know, and you you don't want to say that a school should lower its academic expectations to win at sports. I mean, because we've all talked about in the in the when it comes to the term student athlete, student comes first. Um, but it's 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 different. It's different to try and get in there. Um, and you know, you talked about maybe Paul wasn't doing the the modern football. Well, then. Then, then I would. I, you're going to have Iowa fans calling in left and right, going, "Why is Ferentz still here at Iowa?" Then, well, it's that they're not Wisconsin. Iowa may have may be fine with doing the old school thing, but not Wisconsin. They were ready to move on. They saw okay. where college football is going. Um, by the way, I think it's a good hire. I do. I mean, he he got Cincinnati to the college football playoff. Cincinnati. Right. That's imp- there's a lot of teams who should be there before them, and Luke Fickle did that. So. Uh, that alone, I just think I just think that is that is really impressive. So I, I and by the way, Dodd gave it an A plus, which I already said. All right, let's get to the last one, Matt Rule. Uh, I would say an, an A plus. We talked about this with Nick in here earlier this week about that being the best coach you could go out and get in this cycle. Um, again, a beat, chance to to pound on my own chest about this was this was the guy that I called out just a couple days after Scott was let go of his duties. Even while he was still employed at, at Carolina, you know, had my pipe dream of Urban, but I said, if you want the best realistic hire that we can go out, that's going to fit what we need as far as a culture and building this thing back, it would be Matt Rule. Yeah, and so that's I would I would I would give us an A plus. I don't know, maybe that's a homer call, but you know what? Yeah. That's what I'm giving up. No, I mean, yeah, obviously we were Nebraska fans, but I, I don't think it takes an idiot to think that. Yeah, it's a good hire, man. We got this guy. He's what he's done at Temple. I've said if you could win at Temple, I think that's pretty impressive. I think you could win other places if you could win at Temple. Went to Baylor, got him to the playoff in a in a time where they were down bad. Find me some coaches who could do that. I don't think there's many coaches who go to Baylor and and bring him back from from what they were. Yeah, he didn't beat he didn't beat a ranked team. Yeah, he didn't have the best recruiting classes, but. So what he got he he got you to the playoff, playoff um, or a bowl game? Was it was it a bowl game? Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. They were at they were, they were on the outside. That's right. They lost in the conference championship. 
on that last second play. My bad. Uh, scratch all that. But you know what I mean. Still impressive, right? Going to a New Year's Day bowl game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I agree. A-plus hire. He fits what we need. We need a guy to come in here and, and rebuild. He could do that. Um, I, I agree, A-plus, and that's exactly what Dennis Dodd gave uh, Matt Rule. He said, by all accounts, Rule was A.D. Trev Albert's number one choice. Rule first, da- first turned down Nebraska. Alberts deserves a bonus himself for landing what might be the best name on the board. Rule is a proven turnaround artist. Temple Baylor, who will be in his element in Lincoln. Next step is a baby step for the Cornhuskers and what will be an even tougher Big Ten without divisions in the future. A dang bowl game. So that's what Dennis Dodd thinks. A plus. And he ranks these and he has them at the at the top. So he does think Matt Rule is the best coach out of this cycle. How, how soon should Matt Rule have this team in a bowl game? Uh, so I had this conversation with Hooks, and Hooks was very adamant that he wants to see a bowl game year one, like wants to see it. Like he was almost saying, like this should be, a, a, like if he doesn't make a bowl game, then Hooks was saying like he'd he'd be mad about that. Okay. I'm not I'm not throwing words in his mouth. If you listen to the show, you basically heard what I heard a, a few weeks ago, and I think that's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. We know. The state of this program when Frost left, granted to Mickey, he he coached him up and got him a few wins. He beat Iowa. Uh, But we know what was going on the last four years. We know it wasn't good. And that cannot be good things for a program long term, especially when you have a coaching change. So, again, I think there's a lot of work to do. Year one, you know, he's just trying to get his guys in. We all know what year one is like. And, no, I, I think year two is definitely the year. I don't care what happens in year one, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I do, but I don't. But what were we this year, 4-8? and eight? Yeah. You don't think that, that Matt Rule and what he's bringing in could flip, could flip two of those close games? Uh, he, maybe he, yeah, maybe he could have. I mean, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't an overly large senior class that you lost. Obviously, you, had some, you lost some attrition to the portal, but the good Lord taketh and the good Lord giveth. Um, now, yes, do I think that we're probably going to have, uh, you know, the the generosity of the portal this year that we did last year? Probably not. I mean, you you went out and you got Casey Thompson, you got Trey Palmer, you got Anthony Grant, O'Shawn Mathis. Those four right there all had a big impact on this season. They did. Uh, but at the same time, a guy comes in from day one, this is how we're going to work. This is how we're going to do it. There's talent on that roster. And I believe, I sincerely believe that there's enough talent on that roster to win six games in year one. That that right there should be your baseline expectation. I'm not saying Matt Rule is going to go 11-1 and one playing for the Big Ten Championship in year one. You know, maybe knocking on the door of, of the playoff. But I just think it's unfair. I think it's unfair to have that as an expectation year one. For a school he's never coached at, a conference he's never coached in, you know, I I just think that's unfair. I think year one, whatever happens, happens. We'll see what he does. I mean, he's it's a process to him. He's a smart guy. He knows what what it's going to take and how long it's going to go. I think, and I, maybe a lot of it's going to depend on that process. Does he have to tear everything out? You know, I mean, are, are I mean, are we? Well, he hasn't because he kept some. He kept yeah, Rayola, he did. Right? He did. Who who has? You know some some familiarity, some lingo with that offensive line, and we know that that's where it's going to start. 
Um, you know, can we whip those guys in shape? Can we get can we get some production out of Turner and out of Ben Hart? You know, so I it's I don't know that the rebuild maybe is as big as as it seems from the outside because you've got some spots there. You know, defensive coordinator going to come in and run this three three five. There's some there's some huge huge key parts I mean, that are already there in that secondary too, which which is going to be big. It's, there's going to be a lot of learning, though. There is one, any right? any time you have a new coaching staff that that the expectations for the players from the new staff are going to be different. But at the end of the day, I think that's a lot easier because you want to be there, you want to play college football, you probably aspire to get to that next level. If that's important to you, you're going to pick up on that. You're going to do what that coach asks. You're going to be in that weight room, and you're you're going to be holding yourself and your teammates accountable. That just at the end of the day, the the talent on that roster that he is starting with should allow him to win at least six games, I feel. Am I going to be down there asking for people's resignations if they go five and seven? No. But I want to, you know, the aesthetics of that to look like we are going in the direction of why we hired him. I, I can get down with that. I just don't want people, when they see we, say we don't make a bowl game year one, I do not want to hear anything from anybody thinking that, this, oh, this was the wrong hire. Oh, you know, we're, we nothing's changed. Like, I don't want to hear any of that because that's a totally unfair it, for, it is. for a new coach in year one. But, then, you know, five and seven, let's say, that can look that can look a million different ways. Do you come out and win your first five games and then everything falls apart and you lose your last seven? Okay. Or yeah. are you beating the teams you're supposed to and Seen then, and then, yeah, and then maybe losing by a field goal in in contested games against the Michigan, Michigan State's, Penn State stuff like that. And when when you're you're not turning the ball over a hundred times, when you're not jumping off sides, when you're not holding every other play, mm-hmm. how does that look? And that's gonna and that's gonna be a huge thing to to keeping the mob happy. You know, you know how it is. I do, I do. Well, okay, so there you go again. Dennis died given the Matt Rule hire. In A plus, let's take a break because when we come back, we're going to make NFL picks, and I do have confirmation we are going to be having Dane Todd via phone. All right, all right. So we'll talk to Dane and make NFL picks.